Welcome to another episode of Caring Leos with Tapan Singh Hill. This episode will be very interesting for youngsters aspiring to become CEO one day. A big thank you to all those who wrote in with the questions. Before we start, so I have worked very closely with you over the last 6 years. And before I took over as your EA, like most of us, even I felt that the life of a CEO is nice and comfortable. Business class travel, five star stays, five star lunch and dinner almost every day. page 3 lifestyle all my assumptions changed when i joined your office it didn't seem as glamorous as i assumed it to be it almost at times felt a little lonely at the top but only the strong and the mighty survive there sir dear listeners all of what i said is real but being up there being a ceo is so much more than just all of these perks let's talk to the expert and learn What are the personal characteristics needed for someone to become a CEO sir Okay so uh, first and foremost let me uh, start with uh, my belief here see all roles are very important i think that is something that we miss out because you know right from the time we are a child uh, we are told that we have to come first we have to be ahead of in the race and somehow ceo has been positioned as a place which is like uh, first among equals now that's a wrong positioning of a ceo everybody has different skill sets ceo is one job uh, let's say a head for technical would be one job head for it would be one job head for hr would be one job you know they all different jobs and which requires different skill sets and putting it all together is also good so let's say if somebody is very strong technically and he wants to be the best technical head that the world has seen that also is a very very good job to be in you know now having said that uh, for some of us who aspire to become a ceo i think uh, first and foremost uh, you have to develop strong collaborative skills you know because you have a lot of experts working with you who really are good at the job now how do you collaborate together and bring out the best as a team is one which you should have so from the very beginning you start respecting people with the uh, knowledge to start respecting uh, team members who are uh, contributing towards a common cause and how do you collaborate and bring it together is first thing that you to learn second is a very high empathy uh, towards your uh, people uh, towards the society that you uh, serve towards your customer has to be of the highest order because who would want to have a leader uh, who doesn't have uh, empathy you know? who would want to be led by such a leader if he doesn't have care Uh, in his or her uh, attitude so that you have to develop over time third is your knowledge of the industry that you're in should be reasonably good across different parameters and different uh, uh, workflow different um, team members which are there and what exactly are they doing so you should be able to like go over 30000 feet and come down at the micro level at a supersonic speed when required so that ability to handle both the far off and in between should uh, be there with you uh, finally and not the least uh, the ability to see how do you transform customer experience how do you transform the industry what all is required right from uh, be regulatory interactions uh, media um, customer knowledge uh, how the trend is moving for uh, the society you can put it all together then you are ready to take on a position of a ceo because most of it will get played out having said that if you feel that it's going to be very comfortable and that is like when you reach there it's the position of rest it is wrong because when you become a ceo the responsibility is very high 
with any mistake that you're making and the way you lead the team is that you know disaster and you sink the ship then not only are you uh, uh, playing with the lives of people who trust you but also for stakeholders stakeholders the society uh, and the industry you're in it all gets uh, spoiled so the responsibility how do you pull it off in a way that you can take you no know, your ship uh, to greater heights and be able to serve what has been said is very very critical so when you decide to become a ceo uh, work on all these uh, attributes but uh, having said that know that uh, on your shoulder uh, lies big responsibilities and you can't uh, let it go very well put sir from the outside it's tempting to assume that the path of a ceo has been a straight line a procession of victories small and large is that always the case sir uh, i've yet to see a very successful ceo who has always been successful in his career up uh, uh, the company trying to become a ceo i think most of the successful ceos if you look at the story they had series of failures uh, but the good part uh, which they had was they were resilient from every failure they learned they became stronger i think that is why when they make it to the top and they face challenges they know how to overcome and um, see it through so it is not about a series of uh, victories uh, some victories um, quite a lot of failure but converting failures to victories learning from it taking the team to the next height is what is required uh, and it is good to fail but it is bad to give up now that is something what uh, one should uh, remember as resilience to come out of failures and come out stronger and learn from it and if you're leading a team to take the full team out of failures to great success uh, makes you a good leader and that will come into play later on when you become a good ceo good to fail bad to give up wow sir where does an ideal ceo come from is it an insider who knows the culture who's got institutional memory or an outsider with fresh eyes and instincts sir so if you look at statistically i think about uh, 60 70% of successful ceos are insiders but at same time 30% are also one so who have uh, come from outside it depends on what uh, stage the organization is and what is that is required in the organization uh, sometimes uh, in leading the organization an insider has good um, insight of the various facets of the organization and he or she is able to lead that uh, organization through uh, different phases and because he or she knows uh, the entire organization very well and as a connect uh, he or she is also very successful but sometimes when uh, you have an organization which is um, stuck or is going down uh, very very fast you may require somebody from very outside to look into it uh, from an outside in perspective and see what has to be done to correct uh, correct it and how do you take it to the next level so actually uh, there is no one size fits all uh, as i said strategically 70% successful ceos have come from inside but also 30% come from outside we don't have very strong um, candidate inside the company then you may look uh, outside but uh, my personal feeling is if you have a strong candidate from within the company that does good but if a company is going through a serious crisis and you don't have a strong leader able to pull it out then definitely to bring somebody from outside so it depends on what stage the organization is it depends on what the leadership the organization has uh, addition on this can be taken on that basis thank you for that insight sir the next question is an interesting one i don't have an mba degree is there a roadblock in my walking the path to becoming a ceo one day sir uh, neither uh, do i have 
an MBA degree. And uh, if you look at it, uh, quite a few successful CEOs don't have an MBA degree. So let's understand the relevance of a degree. The relevance of a degree is it trains your mind to think in a particular direction. A good MBA degree trains your mind to think in a business um, uh, direction, the way it has to be seen. But let us say I'm trained to be a scientist. So my brain is trained to think in a very scientific manner, questions every status quo, and sees what can be done differently. Similarly, somebody may be a trained economist, somebody may be a trained engineer. So the training of the mind when you are going through the degrees is one thing, which makes you think in a different way. At the same time, the amount of training that you have in the organization as you move up and you handle different roles, responsibility, different challenges is huge. So a good degree gets you a good entry-level job, but after that, your learning and what you do is more important than the degree you have, and that is what keeps on building it up. So if you have the right attribute, if you have the right attitude, and if you have the right uh, thinking, and you have resilience, uh, then after some time, the learning and degree does help, but your other learning becomes more powerful as you move up. So I think degrees have that limited role in the way you shape your career. But yes, they play an important role in the way you think and the way you get an entry-level job. So degrees are important, but attitude is very, very important. Uh, they say it is important to have leadership skills, decision-making skills, communication skills, and self-confidence. What, as per you, is the most essential skill one must have in order to be a CEO, sir? Be a good human being. Be genuine. Be honest with yourself. Uh, rest will come. I think when people have a facade, then it becomes difficult for them to know, have um, confidence because they're very, very uh, insecure. They're very uncomfortable with themselves. I think if you're genuine, if you're honest, if you're natural, uh, whatever um, attributes you mentioned comes very uh, naturally. So I think the genuineness that you have, the care that you have, uh, the willingness to make a difference, and the uh, readiness to put in hard work, grit, uh, the resilience to bounce back from different scenarios, you know, and keep your head cool will take you where you want to go. The rest of the attributes that you mentioned comes naturally if you have these ingredients within you. So be a good human being. Very helpful, sir. What are the major challenges a CEO has to face, sir? That is a very interesting question because if I really think, and now it's been over eight years since I've been a CEO, I have yet to see a day when uh, or an hour in which I didn't have a challenge. So challenges are uh, part of uh, the job, no? I think it is what is not getting handled uh, if there's a crisis or, or some uh, changes have happened is what comes at the top. Uh, so remember, if the higher you go, the more challenges you have to face and the more you know, crisis you have to handle. Uh, because if it's not a crisis, you'll get handled uh, way below you. So that is part of the job. So uh, challenges are uh, something which should always be there. Now, challenges can be one, internal within the company, two, external. Now, external can be regulatory challenge, it can be industry challenge, or it can be a situation like what's happening now, a pandemic challenge. So challenges can come out of the blue. You know, that is something which you have to always expect. But each challenge should make you stronger and you as a leader should be able to steer your company to the next level. I think that is what determines if you are a good leader or you miss out on that basis. But the senior you become, the more challenges will come to you. And if you don't love handling challenges, if you don't uh, uh, enjoy handling a crisis, then the CEO is not a position for you to be. 
I am sure most of us didn't even think of half of those challenges, sir. Moving on, where does a CEO get inspiration from, sir? I think my personal case, my own people. No, if you look, uh, every individual human being is so amazing, so different, so talented, uh, has uh, so much uh, to offer to the organization. He has so much to offer as learning uh, for a person. So, if you really want to be inspired uh, at any point in time, uh, just um, look at people around you. No, hear their stories, hear their uh, great, hear their determination, hear how they have been able to overcome the challenges, how they move on. Uh, the world is. full of so many exciting individuals whose life is so amazing uh, where else do you have to go for inspiration just stick to the person next to you and if you don't get inspired like we know people can inspire just look around brilliant learning sir that brings us to our last question for the episode i have been following your street mba what is the one thing that you have learned from the streets that is unparalleled sir A lot of people tell me happiness uh, comes with the uh, wealth, power. Uh, on the streets, I've seen so much happiness. I've seen so much resilience. I've seen so much uh, uh, attitude uh, to do business in spite of uh, all the limitations you think of. Uh, Still smile. And the businesses may get destroyed uh, any evening. Next day, you find them again smiling, setting it up. The attitude towards life, the attitude towards happiness, is what I learned from the streets. and every day i learn something new all you youngsters aspiring to become ceo hope you've made notes with that we come to the end of this episode join us soon for the next episode and in the meanwhile send in any questions or topics you'd like us to cover you can write to mr singhale on linkedin and twitter you can search for him by typing t a p a n s i n g h e l any signing off comments sir Uh, have fun be good in what you do people uh, respect uh, good human beings overall if the choice that you have to be a ceo or a good human being be a good human being ceo is the easiest job being a good human being is more relevant keep smiling be happy thank you all for tuning in and see you in the next episode